Yeah, I think I was, I was talking about Jeff Simmons and the, the social media thing. Mm. And, and actually, I think it's good advice for any agent in this day and age to tell their clients to get off social media and any sort of high stakes negotiations with a team. Because frankly, like, that's the time of year when, uh, you know, you're in a negotiation, the team's going to be saying things that maybe you don't want to hear. You know, mm. and an example of this would be Jeffrey Simmons sits down at the table. And tells Rand Carthon, you know, look, I want Aaron Donald money. I'm, I'm, you know, the best young defensive tackle in the game. Well, the Titans aren't going to sit there and say, well, yeah, you're great. We love you, Jeff. We want to pay you, uh, you know, top of the market money. They're going to say, well, you don't have Aaron Donald's production. You know, you guys like Chris Jones, Quinnen Williams, you know, that that you could make arguments for for those guys. So that's tough to hear for any player, and it's easy, I think, to get an emotional reaction out of a guy in a situation like that. So to me. All athletes should should get off of social media during contract negotiations and, and avoid the kind of embarrassing uh, barbs that can go back and <laughs> forth during that time. Um, so I don't really make a ton of that. I think that the Jeff Simmons thing is going to come down to two things. It'll be either a long-term extension with the Titans and he's here you know, for the next four or five years, or he ends up getting moved in a deal for the number one pick. That's the only way I could possibly see him getting moved would be if they are going to get their quarterback – and make a deal with the Bears. And and that's I think those are the two roads. He's either a Bear or a Titan next year. So that that leads me into the next uh the next kind of news that dropped out today is that Derrick Henry is being shopped by the Tennessee Titans. And I know a lot of people kind of went in denial mode right away and said, no, 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 there's, there's, there's no way that the Titans would move on from my favorite player. Right. Uh, which that is a very strong sentiment, I think with a lot of NFL teams and fan bases out there, uh, with whoever their favorite player is, but everybody has a price going forward. I've put out the idea before that I think the Bears going using or using Derrick Henry to go after that Bears first round pick is something that happens. Which one would you see being more logical? The the Bears going after Derrick Henry or Bears going after Jeffrey Simmons? I think the Bears would want Simmons out of those two. I mean, because to me, Simmons fits their timeline more. Right? Henry, he's great. He's amazing. He's also a 29 year old running back with a lot of wear and tear. And and yeah. I, I think the Bears could get a lot better with all their cap space and the draft capital and everything that they've got. And obviously they've got, you know, some young talent on that team, but they're not going to be in the Super Bowl this year. I, I feel pretty comfortable projecting that as of today. Um, so I, I think Henry would be more of a win now team uh, would make more sense to me. Now, maybe the Bears want to give Justin Fields, you know, that, that backfield mate to take some pressure off him. I, I could get that, but to me, if I'm the Bears, Jeffrey Simmons would be the prize um, if I can pry him away from Tennessee. So with Derrick Henry being shopped, do you feel there's anywhere that he's actually going to go, or do you feel this is just kind of – I mean, lying season is here, obviously. We're going to get a lot of people throwing out names and you know the whole Aaron Rodgers would, would be okay with coming to Nashville, that kind of rhetoric kind of stuff happening right <laughs> now. Uh, do you feel that that's, that's legitimate? Do you think the Titans would actually move on from Derrick Henry? Because if you move on from Derrick Henry, you're changing your whole identity as an offense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think they have to listen right now because, frankly, you're looking at replacing probably you know six or seven starters on the offense anyways. Um, and whether you, know, you want to do that and you know, replace Derrick Henry in the same offseason, you know, that, that's a questionable thing. But I guess it depends on – to me, how do they view themselves? Do they view themselves as a team that is legitimately poised to 
contend for the division and, and to make potentially a playoff run. I'm not I'm not saying a Super Bowl run, but a playoff run, which I think they would be. Uh, I think that would be a valuable thing to them. Or do they see themselves as, hey, we're a year away, and we we admit that um, because if they feel like they're a year away, I, Henry to me like now is the time to move him. Right? It's not let him you know, play for another year and, and get him to age 30 and more wear and tear and then try to move him, you know, as he's, I, frankly, he'll be out of contract anyway. So this would be the time if, if you're saying that, look, our window's closed, it sucks, it passes by, but here we go, you know, we're, we're looking at the next iteration of what this franchise is going to be. I just don't think that that iteration is going to include Derrick Henry because it, just the lifespan of running backs and it, it He's a freak among freaks. I grant him that. He is, you know, betting against him has been a bad bet for the last several years. But at some point, Father Time wins against everybody. So, uh, you know, that point is probably sooner rather than later at this point for Henry. And I honestly feel like you did see a little bit of a lost step last year. Like last year, I don't know that anyone can debate that he got caught from behind more often last year than he probably did in the past, you know, five years combined. So, um, I think it's coming for him, and and I think it's a good spot to get out. And and if you're if you're looking at rebuilding, I mean, I, I think that's really the how they view this team over the next two years is really the the key question for all of this, um, as far as what this looks like in the next uh, you know month here. Talking with Mike Herndon, follow him on Twitter at Mike Herndon NFL. So let's say that let's say that we see. Uh, the the Tennessee Titans move on from Derrick Henry. At that point, you know the, the queen has fallen. Let's t- it's time to checkmate the Titans. Let's move on from. Uh, I guess in that sense, really, the king has fallen. If we're going to go with the pun here, but uh, you got to move on from Ryan Tannehill as well. Uh, so, do you I see so. that being that future as well? If that happens, yeah, I think so. And and as much as it seems counterintuitive, I think Tannehill would would get you more on the trade market than Henry would um, as far as, like, draft pick returns. Titans fans hate are, that hearing that right there. <laughs> Titans fans know, hate that, I, Mike. A lot of people are driving off the road right now screaming at me. But uh, <laughs> I just think teams are desperate for, for competent quarterback play. And as much as, you know, we might malign Ryan Tannehill for his playoff failures and, you know, everything else that's happened over the last couple of years here, uh, he's still a competent NFL quarterback. And if you stuck him on the Jets, for example, who, you know, we'll see, you know, they're still in on Aaron Rodgers. I think they're going to wait until that domino falls to, before they move on to anything else. Um, but, you know, cars off the table uh, for them. It, a team like that is going to get desperate at some point to get their guy. And I don't think they're in a spot where they want to, you know, go with the rookie route again. They're ready to win now. Um, and I just, I could see a team like that being willing to, to part with some serious draft capital, frankly, for, for a guy like Tannehill, who, flawed as he is, would immediately put the Jets into playoff contention. And, and frankly, I, I think they could push the, the Bills for the division with Tannehill under center. So I, I think a team like that I could see getting desperate and, and really pulling the trigger on something more than what, what Henry would fetch because Henry's so specific. You, you've got you've to have an offense kind of tailored to his skill set, not, not so much – uh, you know, he's not just a plug-and-play guy that can fit in with any scheme. He he really has to be the offense or the centerpiece of the offense to be most effective. Well, you know, it's 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 funny too because you look at the career of Ryan Tannehill. It really didn't take off till he got with Derrick Henry, right? And then it, you know, then it goes on. You start seeing Tannehill becoming a better quarterback because he's got a good running back. 
and then he makes more money than Derrick Henry when they do get their contracts up. And, and a lot of people will criticize and say, well, he only got that way because of Derrick Henry. And here we are, almost the exact same conversation that can be had, that the way we look at Derrick Henry, or sorry, Brian Tannehill, and how he could be a good fit for the Jets, because I agree, is just because Derrick Henry was so good and, and it kind of rebirthed him, and now we're saying he has more value on the trade side. Uh, for the offensive side of the Tennessee Titans, if that is, okay, so we just painted the future. They have no more running back. They have no more uh, quarterback. <laughs> do they trade up to go after a Bijan, or do they try – or really, they might be able to get a Bijan at 11, but do they then try to trade up to go for one of these quarterbacks? Say they do. Say they get that number one spot. That's best-case scenario, obviously. Out of the combine that we just witnessed, is there any one quarterback that you're taking first pick for the Tennessee Titans? Gosh, yeah. To me, I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are kind of in a dead heat uh, for me as far as the, the top quarterback. And, you know, Bryce Young, I, I think, offers more of the playmaker uh, thing that, that you look for in modern quarterbacks as far as being able to make plays out of, out of structure and things like that. And, and he brings a, a ton to the table. But I, I've got to admit, like, the size thing worries me, and it has nothing to do with the height. It is his build and his slender frame and the fact that he was banged up at Alabama. Um, you know, is he going to be able to stay healthy taking an NFL beating over 17 games every season? Because that is the baseline for an NFL quarterback. I mean, we've seen what's happened with Tua uh, at the NFL, and obviously he's, he's a different story because he's a thicker build, uh, but he was injury-prone in college, and he's been injury-prone in the NFL. Um I worry about that a little bit with him. C.J. Stroud obviously doesn't have that concern, but maybe doesn't bring as much playmaking to the table as Bryce Young. But to me, I think it's pretty much a dead heat. But for the Titans, I just get the sense that they're going to like C.J. Stroud a lot. And it has nothing to do with the Ohio State thing with Mike Vrabel. (laughs) I just think what Vrabel values in quarterbacks, he is going to find in C.J. Stroud. Accuracy, anticipation, uh, you know, good size, decent mobility, I think you can run almost any kind of offense with C.J. Stroud under center, um, and I, I think the Titans will like him an awful lot. So let's go the other way now. Let's say that the more probable side is that Derrick Henry goes nowhere, Ryan Tannehill goes nowhere, and they do stay on the contracts that they're on, uh, and the Titans don't want to make that change at offense, and they keep that 11 spot not trading up, uh, and the offensive tackle spot is tackled with that draft pick, who would you like to see now that you've had the combine workouts? Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the Paris Johnson Jr. train. Um, to me, he is uh, pretty, pretty distantly the best tackle in the draft. Um, you know, I think Peter Skaronsky is a really good football player. I think his arm length, you are betting on him being a super outlier um, if you were going to project him to tackle at the NFL level. And I know the tape is awesome, and he played tackle at uh, you know, a Power 5 you know, strong conference and held up really well doing it. It's just different when you get to the NFL level and you're playing against these pterodactyls literally every week. Uh, you know, the guys that are, are rushing off the edge with 36-inch arms and you know, the Miles Garretts and, and people like that. And when you've got 32-inch arms against a guy with 36-inch arms, it just becomes more and more difficult to not allow him to get that leverage advantage and to get his, his hand into your chest before you can get your hands into his. And any amount of technique work, to me, it, it just becomes diff- more difficult to make up for that gap when you're facing guys that are absolute freaks every single week. Um, so 
I like Skaronsky as a guard, but I don't like guards in the top, you know, 15 picks. So, um, and then the next one would probably be Broderick Jones, but I think he's a little bit more of a project. And to me, Paris Johnson brings every to the, everything to the table, elite length, elite size, elite movement traits. Um, you know, he, he carries himself really well. I felt like in the interview process, uh, as far as just his podium time, uh, and to me, he is as close to a sure thing, plug and play, you know, next 10 years left tackle as you're going to find uh, in the draft. And I, I would be all over him at 11 if I'm the Titans. Mike Herndon has been our guest. You can follow him on Twitter, and he probably already do. 25,000 followers, Mike. we got to get that 26 up. At Mike Herndon, NFL. Uh, always <laughs> good stuff from you, Mike. I imagine there will be some news within the coming weeks that we'll definitely need to get you back on here soon. Absolutely. would love to do it. Mike Herndon, good stuff from him. You can find all his work over there at paulkaharski.com as well. Uh, we need to run to a break. When we come back, 